Dear Chicago. Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. Hi, welcome to Foul Monkeys. This is Ricky. This is Adam. And this is Jerry. You are listening to a very gay podcast. This time it's going to be fucking gay. (laughs) Okay. Not all about old people. From Chicago in the Rogers Park area. The Andersonville area. And West Hollywood, California. And you're listening to episode 1021. And by the time you're listening to this, I'm going to be in Mexico. Right? So excited. Ugh. I am jealous, but also like I'll be in Costa Rica in like four or five weeks. So mm-hmm. don't get kidnapped like those other people that just were in Mexico. They didn't get kidnapped. They got killed. No, the, they they all got kidnapped and a couple of them got killed. A couple of them came back because they were trying yeah. to say because they were trying to say, well, they had a criminal record. So that's why they went after him because they, they did drugs. And the people were like, come on. Well, they fucked up. I think it's interesting. Tony, you know, he's from Mexico and he was like literally the first time the cartel has ever apologized for killing someone. They actually wrote wow. an apology letter and turned in the people that killed those people. <laughs> The cartel. Tony was like, what the fuck? That has never happened. He goes, that has to be so embarrassing for the cartel right now. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, they didn't have any money. Why did you waste time killing them? (laughs) They were there to get fat sucked out of their stomach. And he's just getting a tummy tuck. Yeah. Where was it? Just out of Brownsville. Like right over the border, I guess. They said that they did. If you look it up, it's like one of those places they were like, do not go to this part of Mexico. It and they dangerous. also drove from North Carolina. They didn't fly. They drove. What? Huh. I know when they when I read that, I was like. You know, I, I'm not trying to victim blame, but why are you driving from North Carolina to Mexico for a tummy tuck? And you're going to sit in your car all the way back with a fucking tummy tuck? No, thank you. But we're going to Puerto Vallarta. And we're actually, we're vacationing with two other gay guys that we met when we were in Oaxaca. They're from Canada. And um, we are, half the time we're going to be there, we're all going to be vacationing together like, they're going to be staying in the condo that we're going to be in. Um, so like it's a wife swap situation. No, it's, it's going to be keys in a bowl. No. It's cuckold city. baby. <laughs> it's going to be an orgy. <laughs> Is that a Star Trek term? No, it's, it's a from... bye bye birdie reference. <laughs> yes. I don't know what that is. <laughs> no one is surprised. <laughs> But, I mean, it's a little uh, bit of a deep cut, to be fair. Yes. Not for musical theater fags, though. Mm-mm. So go on about your wife swap vacation. Yeah. And so. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're just going to be hanging out. It was kind of interesting how we met them because. Like Craigslist. they were. <laughs> Can you meet people on Craigslist still? No, oh. I don't think so. Um, what was I saying? It was interesting how Fucking we Fucking old. Oh, yeah, because we landed in Oaxaca and the taxi drivers there in the airport were trying to take advantage of us because we're Americans. They're like, it's going to be 4,000 pesos. And Tony's like, no. And they start speaking Spanish. Blah, 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 blah. So he was telling them no. And in Oaxaca... Only one taxi company is allowed to go into the airport or mm-hmm. they can multiples can drop people off, but only one taxi company can take people out. We didn't know that. So when we saw one of the other taxis coming up, we stopped him on the street and we were trying to get a ride. Dude, seriously, you know how like when 
you're like in a small town like Oklahoma somewhere, wherever one of those states, and like a black person gets pulled over and then automatically there's 40 cop cars. You know how that work you know how that works out? Mm-hmm. That's exactly how it was with these taxis. It was like straight on this other company surrounded that taxi and they all got out and they all started like speaking Spanish and screaming and yelling. We're like, what the fuck? Anyway, these guys were following us out because Tony was going to get, we were walking away from the airport to get a taxi outside the airport. And these guys were following us because Tony, you know, Tony can't just keep to himself. He has to talk to every fucking buddy. Like, I'm just like, let's go. We can be by ourselves. But they ended up being cool. We hung out with them for the day, for the rest of that day. And then the next day we went to like some excursion and went to some ancient pyramids and shit. And I'm assuming they're old. Uh, They're like my age. Is that yes. old? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's Oh my God. We've... I'm like the middle young person here. <laughs> middle young yeah yeah oh and I, the, I i i did you're the, the jan brady i'm the jan i did the <laughs> laugh at your thing about oh jerry gets up so early because he's whole lol and i'm like bitch you get up every day at like five o'clock shut up <laughs> yeah that's because i fucking have to i have to go you like don't work have out to i have to go work out before work i cannot do it after work that's i'm just on you because you're old <laughs> Aww. No, I wish because I could. I'm fucking lazy. I, I can't yeah. work out that early. That's I I wish I could. I I love working out before work when I do it, but like I cannot make myself get up. It's hard. You gotta like the first two weeks, you just want to die. Like yeah, I will say, working out in the middle of the day when the gym is relatively empty, despite the fact that I just said there were like 400 dicks in the steam room. Um. <laughs> Well, that's the best time to be in there, right? I mean, the middle of the day, nobody's like hardly anybody's there. Nobody's bothering you. It's wonderful. Although I do get a little. If it is like slightly busy or somebody's using my machines, I get so mad. Your machines. Your machines. My machines. <laughs> Bitch, like, do you know what time it is? You? Do you know what time it is? It's fucking Adam's time. Get on the schedule. Somebody should have sent you the memo that it was back day. You know what the did best thing not, is? Did you guys not talk under- about my birthday gifts before my birthday to see who was getting me what? <laughs> exactly. I need you to coordinate. Get your shit together. This is the thing that I hate. Oh, you're going to do arms? This isn't doing arms. Texting yeah. on your phone isn't doing arms. Get off that fucking machine. I hate that shit. I hate it too. I am sometimes slightly, I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm guilty of it, like for an extended period of time, but occasionally I got to talk shit on somebody. So I got to send one of y'all a message. Yeah. But that's during your rest between sets. Yes, right? exactly. So that's fine. I also take like a, my notes app. I take notes on like what, cause I forget what rep I'm on sometimes right. cause I get lost in the music. Right? I need an app. I need an app for that shit. Do they make one? They do. I'm sure they do. Is it good? Do you know? Um, I think George uses one that he likes. Can so you ask him for me. No, you can ask him your damn self. He never responds to my messages. He only sends me TikToks and reels on Instagram. <laughs> Well, you have to message him on Facebook, not Instagram. Or how about like a text message? Whatever happened to that? Like, he does not text. He never what about he email? does not text. What about email? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. To his uh, excite.com email address. Hotmail. <laughs> AOL. Juno. Oh my God. Oh my God, Juno. I remember Juno. I love that movie. My God. Um, I know Ricky hasn't seen it. Adam, did you see Triangle of Sadness? No. Okay. That so, sounds like this podcast. So, <laughs> um, anyway, there's a, a influencer is one of the characters. And like for the first like 30 minutes of the movie, she's always like taking pictures of every single thing. And at one point she's 
taking pictures of her pasta and like putting it by her mouth. And this fat old Russian guy that's really old goes, are you going to eat that pasta? And she was like, no, it's just for pictures. I'm, I'm gluten-free. But anyway, last <laughs> week when I was working my uh, shift at the yoga studio, there's this like girl, her name is Darlene. And the only reason I know it is because she- Darlene has, in LA. Darlene, she has these huge t- fake titties. And she's always like the person will come up and go, you know, if you cleared up your skin right there, you'd look really pretty. And that's like, but, but she's like, yeah. But anyway, uh. and then she has this friend. And so last time they come out of class, they have a photo shoot in the lobby, posing and everything. Then they have to go into the studio as right before we're about to clean it. They have a photo shoot of doing poses then they have another photo shoot of like, oh, look at me. I'm just sitting in there and I'm like waiting. And they always come out and go, sorry. And I was so close to going, no, you're not. You do this every time you guys are together on a Saturday. Quit it. <sighs> Sometimes I just go in there and start cleaning around them. So I ruin all their pictures. <laughs> do it. I would do it every goddamn But time. I was like, I just watched that goddamn movie and was getting pissed off at this character. And here these dumb dumbs are doing this right now in front of me. I'm trying. I, oh, I'd pop off if somebody was like, you know, if you got that fixed, you'd be really pretty. That's fuck. Well, that's LA. I mean, that's just. Well, yeah, because one of the ladies there. that works at the yoga studio, she has a little, what is it? The little splotches called where your skin pigment is different. Oh, v- like Viteglio? sunspots? No. Or... What's it called? Uh, with a V. Yeah, Viteglio. Vitiligo. 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 Yeah, I think that's Vitiligo. it. Vitiligo. Yeah. So she has a little few, she's Asian and she's got a little few spots. So there's a little, it's a little bit. She did not fucking say that to her. So, but she was, but her and Kimberly were talking about like skin products and stuff. And she goes, well, you know, if you got rid of this Viteglio or whatever you pronounce it on the thing. Vitiligo. Vitiligo. Whatever. You You know what I'm saying, Adam? I mean, Ricky. I'm so used to Adam correcting. Anyway, she said, if you, if you cleared that up, it would look really nice. And Kimberly said she was kind of like stunned and then was like okay she didn't mean it mean but you know she was just so like Mm-mm. blunt about it and i'm like Fuck with that her noise that happened said, to my friend lorraine she got fucking embarrassed she told this guy he looked cute with his rosy cheeks and he's like i have rosacea <laughs> <laughs> did he really or was he just didn't like no her? he had rosacea oh i uh, i would fuck with somebody like that i had <laughs> One of my first headshots, this guy I was dating, um, I have, and I can't remember what side it's on. I have a chicken pox scar, like there it is ish. This one. Oh uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. right there. You know, if you um, cleared that up, you'd be really cute. Just fill that this, in with filler. Yeah, this motherfucker was like, because it was like kind of like a semi-profile where like my head was like turned a little bit. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't understand why you wouldn't have turned your face the other way so people couldn't see that. And I was like, People are going to see it in person at an audition. And if they got a problem with one chicken pox scar on my face, they can eat an entire bag of dicks. <laughs> and then I broke up with him. Well, you need to follow Mariah Carey because Mariah Carey has a good side and a bad side. So she's always <laughs> like, I, I love that bitch. I will. Oh, I fucking love her. Oh, no. I pre-ordered her rarities on vinyl and it was expensive and i forgot about it and i ain't got no money <laughs> and it arrives today Oops. <laughs> just say that you ordered it before yeah i i have pre-ordered a lot of shit and that is my go-to like oh my god i've pre-ordered this but don't you pre-order ago. when you pre-order you already pay right Sometimes it depends. I think Amazon charges but, you when they ship it. Yes, Amazon oh. does do that. But like mm. Sophie and uh, what was the other thing we ordered? Um, Jesse Ware, I paid for that mm. ahead of time. Wait, yeah, let's redo that. So if George listens to this, you've already paid for it. <laughs> yeah, well, at this point, they're delivering it today, so it is already paid for. Oh my god, if it doesn't arrive today, you're gonna be so mad. Or if it I arrives and it has a bent corner. Oh. 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 Amazon's really good about shipping vinyl usually. Fucking Target, Target. will throw <laughs> your shit in a paper bag. Um, I have a question. Hurl it at your door. 
what do do records come with like copy numbers like one of 500 like is there if is it's that a, a thing? limited edition yeah if it's a limited oh, okay. edition i have some stuff that's like numbered um, oh, okay usually record store day stuff they tell you how many is going to be pressed for record store day so they and then how like do they play. distribute that out like let's say they make 500 for the whole united states how do they decide mm-hmm. where and how many to send to each store I don't really know. And I just, some stores get luckier than others and get like more than one copy. Sometimes it's just like all of the stores only get one copy. I think it partially (laughs) depends on like where you are. Like they would probably send more copies to Chicago than they would to like Kentucky. I don't know. Right. The one record store in Kentucky. I think there's also some people don't participate because one of the record stores that I go to here. They participated last year, but then this year on their Instagram, they were like, hey, start now that Record Store Day has been released, just know we're not participating this year. So if you need to go somewhere else to do that, go ahead. We will have a sale on that day, but we are not participating with Record Store Day. So like they were telling people way in advance, you know, don't come in here asking for this stuff because we don't have it this time. Because, bitch, we don't got it. Yeah. I live real close now to the store where i usually get up at like two or three and wait in line um if it's something i really want i'll get up and wait in line although was it last year last year year before something i was like fourth or fifth in line because the swifties there was a taylor swift record and they had been there for like 18 hours like (laughs) they are not fucking around um, but I was like right after them and I ended up getting the limited edition Taylor Swift record too, which I didn't even want, but I was like, eh, it's like, which one is it? Bucks. Um, it was, it's just a 45 and it's something it's like the lakes. I think it's called. You don't even know. Oh, is that the one where she did all the titles with the lowercase letters? Is it from that album? It's yeah, I think so. Okay. That one I'm looking at it right now. It's limited to ten thousand copies worldwide. I would say that's pretty rare, right? Uh, that's one of the larger pressings, and I mean, like, it oh. makes sense that she would do it. But like, I literally, like, I paid like sixteen bucks for it, and they're going for hundreds at this point. Oh, I would sell that shit. I should. I probably should. Um, like, there's a cheap one. There's he one hasn't been unemployed like that long. Bucks. Hey, now, don't go tell him my business. <laughs> you just told everybody. <laughs> that I was did. before I, we recorded. That was before we were recording. We've talked about <laughs> fun employment before. <laughs> anyway, if anybody's hiring, I guess. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, I, I, would, was... I would absolutely sell this. I have stuff that I tried to sell to a local record store um but it's not like very much but if you're not selling like a whole collection they usually um i want to say it's like you get like 20 percent of what they're gonna sell it for which is kind of shitty um but i understand it sometimes maybe it might be more but um but if it's going for a hundred dollars and they sell it for a 120 like you only get 20% of that $20 or like, it's not like consignment. Like they buy it from you like straight up. So like you go into a record store and you're like, I have these five records and they're like, okay, well like if we sell it for like $50, we're only going to buy it from you for like 15 or whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't Uh, you benefit more by doing it on eBay? Yeah. Somewhere on that. Yeah. 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 You would. I need to discogs. I need to do eBay because I'm going to sell comic books too because I have too many. Wait. Something has taken control over Adam's body. <laughs> I cannot believe I just heard that come out of your mouth. It's like shit that I don't care about that much. It's like I used to there was a period probably about like I don't know, like 15, 16 years ago where I bought 
Avengers. I bought like all of the like new Avengers, young Avengers, like the core Avengers team, secret Avengers. I bought so all many of that Avengers, shit. so many Avengers Um, on top of like buying all the X-Men books. And now I just buy X-Men books partially because I'm poor, but also partially because I don't give a fuck. I like learned that I do not care really about other teams. Um, But to be fair, and Jerry will understand this because Jerry also reads comic books. It was there was a time when like the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe was so hot and they didn't own the rights to the X-Men that they just like shit on the X-Men books and did almost nothing with them. And that's why they pushed so many Avenger books is because the mm-hmm. Avengers were in the movies. Um, So like back then I was because there was some good shit happening in Avengers books because they put the best writers. And Avengers it. is Hulk. Like, dude in the robot suit. Girl, like, <laughs> everybody and their mom has been an Avenger at this point. Oh, okay. Literally. <laughs> yes, like, Ricky, if you're talking about the movie, yes. The movies, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Why can I not? I The name is escaping me of... Iron Man? Iron Man, yes. <laughs> the, dude the man in, in the metal suit. Metal suit. <laughs> um. Uh, we we're talking about Taylor Swift and I was listening to that song uh Snow on the Beach. Yes. And I didn't realize that she references Janet Jackson in that song. Yeah. I the other day I was listening to it I was like, "Oh, that's what she's saying." All for you like Janet. Yeah. Which that I... song grew on me. I didn't really care for it in the beginning. Is it about cocaine? But... No, it's about fucking snow on a goddamn beach. Cocaine. it's also it's featuring lana del rey yeah which you can't really you can't it's only her going "Uh, and it's still flat (laughs) it's still flat it's the only the only lana del rey song i've ever been able to tolerate (laughs) and she doesn't even and you can't even hear her (laughs) oh that's why um but the new the new miley Mm mm-hmm Okay, so this is my opinion. I still haven't listened to the last two songs, so I can't do a complete I can't do a complete Ricky Burton suggestion. <laughs> but I'd say Flowers is the best song on that album. Mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed because there's no there's not a lot of bops on there. It's yeah. kind of some slow music. Mm. It's kind of like I don't know. It just seems kind of experimental. Maybe that's what it kind of feels like. You guys like are going to listen to it and blow it out of the park and be like, Ricky, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't know music. Your music sucks. Go listen to some sad white ladies singing. And you're going to cry and go listen to Beth Hart. <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah. Or Tori Amos. I, I do love Tori Amos. I will admit. I love her. Um, I... I'm kind of surprised because there's like flowers is one of the poppier songs that she's put out in the past, Mm -hmm. you know, 10 or 15 years. Um, I do like the new single river. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a bop. Yeah. I just don't know. It's I, I was, although I don't want to like shit on it because some people probably like it. So I don't, I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, your music choices suck, like Jerry is. But um, I just, I just was expecting a little more, you know. Kind yeah. of the same thing with Sam Smith. Not really. <laughs> I know like every faggot in the world hates him for some reason. I don't know why. But I liked his last album. This one, Gloria. Eh. I liked, I do like the song with Kim Petras, though. I do like that song. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to a lot of male singers. I will qualify that with why I probably don't really get Sam Smith. Um, but I don't particularly enjoy his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like not really for me. Um, <laughs> but uh, regardless, that's, I'm, 
I think they should be able to, and I know that I probably fucked up the pronouns earlier, so I do apologize, Sam. Um, but they, if you're listening. <laughs> somebody's going to tell him. Um, and we're going to be famous for. See, I two, just did it again. I said him. We're going to be famous for two thirds of us hating them. That's why uh, we're going to be famous podcast. I don't. I. I love how authentically they are living is it for me no i like aesthetically like it's it's not my jam but i think anything that's making them feel good or feel sexy or whatever like knock yourself out i will if somebody who may or may not be on this podcast had sent me something and talked some shit on it i might agree (laughs) but like Honestly, I I appreciate that somebody might look at Sam Smith and be like, you know what? I can do that too. Well, I'm not even talking about their style. I'm only talking about their music. I don't really care for their their style. I don't really care for their style either, but I also don't comment on other people's styles because I don't care Mm. really. Except Madonna. Yep. No, I never said anything bad about her, the way she dresses. I just think she's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, I never said anything about her age, nothing like that. But I do have a question. It, do you think really, way. do you think really like, because uh, when she, what was that? The Grammys she was at, I think recently. Mm-hmm. Was it the Grammys? Where yes. she gave her speech and then peep, there was some people are talking about her looks or whatever um what was oh this like she said she had surgery like Mm -hmm. is that like do you think that's like a reason why i guess my question is is why would you do something like that right when you have surgery she didn't say she had surgery they were saying she looked like she just had surgery no i thought she said she was recovering from surgery she afterwards she was like she was like, see, like the swelling finally went down or something. Mm-hmm. She posted like on Instagram or something. Oh, I thought that um, she was making fun of everybody because they said, oh, she looks like she's all swelled up. She's all swollen. And I that's don't why think... she's like, look, the swelling went down because her whole thing was they had used a uh, lens to like get really close to her and it made her look like she was swollen. And that's what they were saying. So she's like, oh, wow, the swelling went down two days later. Oh, well, maybe she was. I didn't get that from the article that I read. I didn't. But Yeah, no, I thought it was implied that she did. Um, but I do think there are some times where people expect different results, maybe, and they do it close to an event because they're like, okay, I'm going to look really good. Like, this is going to be like where it like is the I'm gonna be snatched. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it don't work out. They, there should be a scary movie called Snatched. Of where it's just like this plastic surgeon that just goes around and snatching people's faces. And instead of giving a facelift, he he just takes their whole face. Yeah, just (laughs) copyright. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Which I want to see that. Go ahead. I want to talk about something serious here for just a second. Oh God. Um, So I, I I sent this to Adam. I didn't send it to you, Ricky, and I probably should have. So there was a tweet with this kid that was 19 and he had just he was like day five of being hiv positive and his video was very like gen z where he was like my mom's taking me shopping so i'm not depressed and it was all very performative and at the end he kind of says oh well, i'm still kind of depressed about it and adam made a good point he's like well you know everybody deals with tragedy in a different way or you know bad news whatever you want to say but it's been bugging me because I'm like, after I read it, I went and picked up my script for Discovery, And I'm like, in 2023, <laughs> with PrEP being so readily available, we're still having these kids get infected with HIV. And I'm like, do they not know? Is sex education really that bad that they don't know about PrEP? You know, and I see some people online being like, who wants to take a pill every day? Well, you're about to pay five to six twice a day. Yeah. So that argument really didn't land very well. So I just, it's been really bothering me about, especially 
all the right-wing nonsense about sex ed and drag queens and all this shit and Lauren Boebert saying sex education is bad because people might think she's a um, fucking idiot. She's a fucking idiot, but she's like, they might start enjoying sex and learn about gay sex. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to be a grandma at 36. Woohoo. So it's just, it's been really kind of bothering me of like, what could I do to make, you know, to make sure people know about this because i just feel like in every kind of metropolitan area prep is really pushed hard and it's free in most areas mm -hmm. and where's he and from? i don't know where this kid is from or anything i kind of looked at his videos but he is i am not his demographic and i can't listen to him <laughs> for very long um but it just i'm just like 19 years old and didn't know how didn't know about it well i think the issue is is that people that are probably under the age of 30 have no idea what the HIV uh, epidemic was like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they just don't know. I think yeah. that has a lot to do with it. But and also you know, I think a lot of people are just like, um, <clears throat> you know, it's kind of like, well, I can still live with HIV. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, no one wants it, of course, but mm -hmm. I think people, they understand. It's two ways here. I think it's, why is someone getting this disease still? But also we're to a point where people are starting to treat it more like a, I don't know, like not a, like a, not cancer, but it's like something that's curable or something that you can still live with. It's not mm -hmm. manageable. Yeah. It's managed. It's managed. And people aren't as fearful as they used to be, but it's still kind of like a double edged sword, sword situation, I think. I remember the first time I heard it was in, when I still was in New York and a friend of mine was going to CMA, not the country music awards. Um, <laughs> but he, he started messing around and I'm like, you're not <laughs> supposed to be fucking people from CMA. But um, the guy was being really reckless and was positive and my friend wasn't. And my friend was like, Hey, and he's like, well, who, what's the big deal? You just take some pills. And I remember just being like, what? <laughs> You know, this was before prep, you know, was really being, mm -hmm. and I just remember kind of being horrified and was like, you're going to have to set some boundaries because he doesn't, that's not a something you say to someone that you like, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, get yeah. over it. It's just pills. So that's like the first time I kind of heard it. And he was younger than us. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I wonder if it's a generational thing and because they weren't seeing people drop dead every day or reading about it every day or hearing stories about it you know later on about you know how scared people were and you know they'd show up at their shows and there would be a list of like 12 people that had died that night or they'd go in and go okay nobody died today we can have a great show you know they said the broadway community was so it was so scary during that time so i you know i i tend to agree with you ricky was saying that that's probably what it is but i'm just like Jesus Christ, you know, I, I see prep commercials on TV. I see them in magazines. I, you know, I see them, you know, because in New York, I see them on bus stops and bus buses. Yeah. Well, I also think that there is, you know, yeah, it's free or to some people it's free, but also, you know, you have language barriers in the United States People mm -hmm. can't get through the system as easily because they don't understand it. Or depending on where you're from, how many loops you have to go through, you know, people probably still, even though they want the medication, they're still probably fearful of other people knowing they're taking the medication. Yeah. You know, so I think or there's a, a company, of, a company that's not going to give the abortion pill may not want to give them prep. And so they're losing their, mm -hmm. their contract with the state of California. <laughs> Yeah. I interesting as yeah. So the last place that I worked was based in Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, <laughs> Tennessee. Uh, Ricky, do you know <laughs> I can't believe you know that song. But do you know do you know who that is that's saying Tennessee? Come on, Ricky, you can do it. Hold on. Not who sang the song Tennessee, whose voice is saying Tennessee. Oh no, I thought he was. Oh, I don't. No, I don't, I don't even know that. that. I don't think you don't know either. It's a it's a very famous sample. They sampled somebody else, and when you know it, 
well, Ricky probably won't, but Jerry, you're going to be like, oh, God, um, it's Prince. Oh, really? Yes. And it's from the uh, song Alphabet Street. Oh, yes. Now I hear it. Yep. Mm. Um, okay. Anyway. Anywho, <laughs> you're the, the um, company yes, is based in Tennessee. So, I was still able to get prep, but it was the first time that, and the insurance company that I had was based out of Tennessee, but it was the first time I had to like kind of jump through hoops and Mm -hmm. they called it a specialty medication. Right. And I had, I wasn't able to get it filled anywhere here. They wouldn't call it into a pharmacy. I had to get it directly from like a mail order thing. Mm -hmm. In Arizona, Um, you had to, uh, they wouldn't give it to me. Because one doctor said I wasn't doing porn and taking loads every day, so there was no need for me to be on it. And I went, you don't know me. Is that a gay doctor, too? <laughs> yes. That's and then offensive. The, the other doctor yeah. told me, he goes, well, we don't really know enough about you know the long-term effects. And I was like, well, you have to take a blood test every three months. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he kept him in and I was like, we're going to revisit this. And he was like, okay. Um, but in Arizona, if you wanted it to go through the insurance you had to prove to them that you were having unsafe or you were putting yourself in extreme uh, situations. So basically you had to go into your doctor and say, I'm having unprotected sex all the time. I need this. Then the doctor had to write a note to send it to the insurance company. So the insurance company would say, yes. It's fucking dumb. I was like, that is none of their business why I want this. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't have to be proving that to you. And then I moved to California and California's like, we want to make sure everybody has it that wants it. Yeah. So California, sure. while it's expensive to live there, they do have a pretty good health um, system for they their, want people to for be people insured. that live there. Yeah. 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 I think that that's a huge part of the conversation we were having earlier that I didn't really chime in on because Jerry knows my thoughts, um, where we were talking about how people are still getting HIV. Mm-hmm. Um, the American medical system is so fucked up that they may want to get on prep, but they may be uninsured and they can't go to a doctor or they may be um, unable to afford the intake visit for, you know, uh, getting on prep Um, Mm -hmm. or there are no gay friendly doctors or LGBTQ centers that they can go to, to go to. And I also know that Gilead, who's the company that makes Truvada, gave a pretty big discount um, for it before I started getting it, getting the California subsidy, which wasn't very long. So instead of paying like, I don't know, it was advertised like $500 a month. Like it was going down to like 45 or 50 or something like that. Gilead was like, you know, taking a cut from it or, you know, whatever, however they were doing it. And then the California was paying for the rest. But it's still, it's amazing to me. And I know like in Oklahoma, it's difficult to get because a friend of mine um, had to kind of, it took a while before he could get it and then it was free. But I think, you know, it, it took a while, but, and and I get that, but it's Well, the issue is the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies are fucking charging like $4,000 a month for this medication. Yeah. Right. When you can go to fucking Australia, Canada, Mexico, get the exact same medication for like $8. Right. Like what the fuck is that about? And I don't know if you can get it in Mexico without a script, but I'm not positive. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying any other <laughs> right. fucking country you go to, yeah. it's considered- And I believe in like, other countries too, there's a generic form. Right. Um, and it, there's it's generic, generic here. Yeah. Oh, did it there's finally come out? There's generic here. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm on generic. Um it's weird my previous I don't I've had so many different insurances over the past like 3 years. I've changed so many times. Um one of them I can't get Discovy mm-hmm. even though that's supposed to be a little bit safer I believe than Truvada. It's a little bit easier on your stomach. Yeah. Um or and it's a smaller pill. <laughs> Yeah, no, they are like horse pills, but my prep is generic for me now. Um, But it also, Truvada is harder on your kidneys, I do believe. Um, Because I have a friend who just found out that like he's, his like kidney numbers are essentially like 
stage two kidney disease because of oh Truvada. well and that's why you go um, and test every three months because they have to monitor that yeah but it's like it's it's not as serious as it sounds because i was like holy shit um and they were like no it's just something that you just have to like monitor like it's not like the 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 kidney numbers are up or whatever but Ooh. well yeah like said, that's why you anywho that, that's why you get that looked at and you know you make sure and you know i know that there's kind of slut shaming with people that are using it and hey if you want to slut shame people fine don't be an asshole. I mean, you're you're an asshole for doing it, but you know, everybody gets on that medication for a reason, and and it's their own personal reason. So it's just even if you aren't catching raw dicks twenty four seven, right? The possibility that you might find yourself in a situation where you could potentially be like, even if you're hooking up and you're just like topping or whatever, um. Who's to say that you don't end up in a situation if you are hooking up where you're sexually assaulted? Right. And you can take PrEP as a post-exposure because PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. Um, and PEP, P-E-P, is post-exposure. Right. Um, and it's the same It's the same drug, essentially, just in like a different dosage. I think you take um, like three of them at a time or something. Like it's over like three days or something. So it's like three pills, right. two pills, and then one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can, you can like look it up essentially. And like you can, if you happen to have a friend who's not on it and you have a prescription, like there's like things that you can look up to tell you exactly like how to dose it out or whatever um but not everybody can get into the doctor not everybody can like and like god forbid if you are sexually assaulted or raped um i would rather be in a situation where i am taking a daily pill and having risky behavior but not necessarily bottoming um just to be sure and like it's reduced via oral transmission but it's not zero right um and i know that some people especially i've heard of this in oklahoma because there wasn't the subsidy there for a while because they didn't take the medical the obamacare medical medicaid expansion um but or medicare expansion sorry uh but people were like if they had a you know unsafe encounter they were just going to the emergency room and getting pep and going this is just easier and cheaper for me to do this instead of buying it every month so like if i go twice a month to do this it's still cheaper than paying you know a thousand dollars a month for this over a period of time because i you know yeah. maybe three months out of the year i get buck wild you know and i'm like i guess oh god i guess but, but oof, that's kind of I don't know if I'd want to take that risk, but that's just me personally. Mm -hmm. But if you do what you got to do, but I know that that was what some people were doing or people that weren't very active or they were like with somebody and then they're like, oh, you know, we decided to open up. And so I opened up like this one time and then they go, okay, mm -hmm. I'll just go get pep, you know, because it just worked for them financially better. But I, to me, I'm just like, oh God, why is this system set up like this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. America's going down the drain. We all know it. Oof. So like, like not to make a broad sweeping statement. Dude, like, we're like the next Rome or the next England. Like we are fucking going down. We used to be at the top. We're going to be at that bad end. It's well, now, now that you don't have to prove that you're 16 to work in Arkansas, we're starting on our way. Getting rid of child labor crazy. Law. I know. That I just, we're such a young country and there are so many examples of like what we shouldn't be doing, like even within our own history and like just nobody cares. Like, and I don't, I'm sure that there are lots of sociological like explanations or research into like why we are the way we are, but like what the actual fuck? Yeah. He just let, let's let them start yeah. working full time at like 12 so that they get fed up and quit school because they can't get up for school. And then they, you know, they'll not. Well, that's how you keep up. people stupid. Yeah. That's they, how you keep people they, stupid. They get knocked up at 16, 17. And then, you know, because they've been working since 12, then they start supporting a family. Well, they and might get knocked they, up at 13. And they yeah, they never finish school. 
And so then, you know, and then, then it recycles again, you know, when the next, when 13 year old becomes, you know, 36 and then the 13 year old gets pregnant, you know, that they just had, Oh, I'm going to be a grandma. You know, I had a serious conversation with myself regarding this because I'm always finding myself like this fucking world is going goddamn crazy. And I remember thinking like when my grandparents would say it and when my parents were saying, I'm like, y'all are so fucking old, like get with the times. But literally I fucking think though this world is ending. Like I, I, I'm just still kind of in shock that when like Roe versus Wade got reversed, I cannot, I I'm still can't believe that shit. I can't believe and, we're still saying, you know, people shouldn't have sex ed that shit here from their parents. And I'm like, your no. dad thinks girls pee out of their butts. How is he going to tell you about sex? <laughs> you know, you, your mom doesn't oh even God. know she has three holes. How is she going to teach you about sex? <laughs> she thinks she have to take the tampon out to pee. You know, I, oh my God. it doesn't, it's something simple like that. And they're like, yeah. oh, parents should be the only one teaching their kids about it. And I'm like, you had a kid at 12. What are you going <laughs> to teach them? I don't know. It's fucking crazy. And it's like, I, I don't know. I just hate it here sometimes. <laughs> My uh, favorite thing that I've seen on this, there's like a, like a tweet. Um, and I wish I knew who it was, but I saw it in passing. Um, they tweeted like, um, it really sucks to be born at the end of the fuck around generation and have to live <laughs> through the find out generation. <laughs> Well, you know, this is what I told my therapist. I was like, I remember when I was first coming out and I was doing everything I could to like read about stuff to be gay. And we didn't, I didn't have internet. So it was like getting the advocate, getting out magazine, you know, anything that I could find that I could read stuff about, you know, and, and finding out. And I'm like, there's all this information at everybody's fingertips right now. And, you know, you don't know about prep or, you know, or, or, you know, you're still, you don't, you're not, you're having unprotected sex. And I, it, it just, it baffles me. And I guess again, again, cause they don't have that fear of seeing an entire generation of men practically drop dead. Yep. Well, you know, happy do your recent, do, do your research, <laughs> you know, you research, you know, your divas. Why aren't you researching about being gay? Yeah. I just, and I was talking about this with one of my friends fairly recently. It's, it's bizarre to, because I didn't live through necessarily like, I wasn't a contemporary of people who were getting HIV and then AIDS and then drawing dead, but I am old enough that I remember it being such a serious thing and like i watched so much mtv growing up and like i watched mtv from like probably like since i was two like 1986 on mm -hmm. and there were safe sex ads all of the time um and real Pedro world Zimora, yeah was on the real world um was one of the first like out gay people that i felt like i knew um and then he died and like, and I remember Ryan White and all of that stuff. And it's very strange for me to see people who are not that much younger than me who don't know any of that. And like you said, like the, the research and the reading and like, why are you not interested in this part of our culture? You would not be able to be out in high school if there were not these people who fought and died for it before mm -hmm. you Right. Well, it's like, you know, when don't call me girl, why do they, why do you say girl? And it's like, do you know where that came from? Yeah. No. Well, you need to do a little research about why people talk like that. You know, just kind of research the gay history just a little bit. It's not that long. <laughs> it hasn't been it's that not... long. Well, I mean, gay has always been there but until yeah, recently but, but you're talking i'm talking like modern history yeah. is not that long stonewall was not that long ago really you know they're like oh not i that. love that ice cream store i totally <laughs> <laughs> that was funny 
Totally. Exactly. <laughs> well, and even just, I remember even just like having to learn little silly things now that I'm like, oh, it's so embarrassing. Like douching. Like I didn't know about mm-hmm. that because I didn't have the internet. Now it's everywhere. Like this is what you should do. You know, I've seen a couple of TikToks about it. You know, like don't use an enema, pour the enema stuff out and use just water because that's bad for you. I didn't know that because that's the first time I shat on someone and was like, oh my God, I'm mortified because I didn't know. I don't, I don't know how I did not have an accident or know about douching for like probably the first two or three years of me bottoming. Yeah. I just got like super lucky. <laughs> also, it was like, you know, you have that 18, 19 year old metabolism. <laughs> Everything is cleaned out. You can eat anything and nothing's going to make you constipated. Exactly. Um, But then, yeah. Well, you you know, you got to learn. How to deal with that first time that it is a mess, you know, and don't shame your partner. (laughs) You know, try to keep it cool. No. You know, just buy a shower shot. Yeah. Or, you know, and if you have to throw away your pillows after, like that story I've told, you just throw them away and buy (laughs) new ones. Oh, biohazard. Oh, someone had corn last night. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, my God. Are you guys ready to go? But yeah, Yeah, sorry to to bring it downer, but it's just something that's been. No, it's important. I just feel like, you know, if we don't talk about it, then Mm -hmm. I don't think that the, you know, we already can't get them to listen to us. So, you know, <laughs> how are we going to get it in through their heads? Hey, go get this medication to protect yourself. You know, well, you know, if we can't talk about dick, let's talk about prep. I mean, yes, it's just as educational. It's similar. Yeah, yeah. it's related. If you have it's one, related. you can probably get the other. There you go. That is true. Wise words, you know. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Oh Lame. Oh, you know, <laughs> Uncle Jerry needs to have a have a cocktail after listening to all that already. <laughs> Grandma Geraldine. It's Grandma only Jerry. 1030 there. So oh you're going my to God. brunch. You kids, come on. Listen get to us. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn and get on prep. <laughs> get on That's prep the and title. come on my lawn. Yeah, there it is. Oh this God. episode, get off my lung and get on prep. Write that down, Ricky. <laughs> Just send it in the messenger. Oh, yes. Thank you. All right. All right. Let's go. All right. This is Ricky. This is Adam. This is Jerry. Talk Bye. to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for getting foul with foul monkeys, and we hope you enjoyed the show. You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863-666-0377. Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there.